All right, we've begun. Um, so, what is the Starbucks thing that you just did? So every year at Christmas time, Starbucks ropes me back in because once I get to like Christmas, I'm like, you know what? Uh, I feel like I shouldn't be drinking at Starbucks. It's bad for the earth. It's bad for, you know, like everything. But then, well, actually, that just happened this year. Usually, I'm on board with Starbucks. But then at Christmas time, they're like, hey do you want to drink coffee and also gamble? And I say, yes. And then they say, okay, here's what you can do. You can buy drinks. And then every time you buy a drink at the Starbs, you can get, um, you can get, uh, a free little play on this little game called Starbucks for life. And so now I'm like, okay, I want to win Starbucks for life. And the options this year are like really dope, probably because, you know, every every company is is trying to make up for the fact that we're all quarantined except for me i'm not i mean i am on the weekends so the rewards are pretty dope like there's a puzzle this year there's starbucks for life i can't believe you've never done this wait so it's starbucks for life so you just get it for life well where does yeah if you win see every time you um every time you play Every time you buy a drink, you get one play, right? Yeah. So the trick is to get cheap-ass motherfucking drink. But then, okay, that's not, that's neither here nor there. So then you buy a drink and then you get a play. And that play, it like raffles off and it's, and it spins and spins and spins and spins. And then, um, and then you get to see like if you if you want it's very it's very complicated dylan but it's also very enlightening so you get a spin you're gonna have to edit all this out dude you get a spin <laughs> and then it lands on an icon and the icon is one of three icons on this list and you have to get three in a row of any given icon so that you can win one of these rewards like 400 extra stars or starbucks for life or a puzzle or you know so not many people win Starbucks for life. You know, you have to really be committed to the game and spend a lot of fucking money. Right. So you only get it once you spend at Starbucks. Right. So you really can't get it without, like, spending a shit ton of money. It's a huge scam, but I fall for it every time, baby. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, it's like gambling for Starbucks. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely, absolutely gambling. Um, so you're addicted to coffee then, I guess. Oh, in a big way. That's correct. Well, Dylan, I teach two-year-olds, so. Right. So that takes us into. What a smooth transition. (laughs) So, um, welcome to the intimate room of Fahum, Grace. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. And, um, where did your intimate story begin or take place? Okay, so um, it's a knock-knock joke. Are you ready for this? Yeah. I have a little backstory on this two-year-old is that she's very mature for her age. And so she, but she often will lean into me, like no matter if I'm talking to the whole group of two-year-olds, which is difficult enough, or talking to another kid or talking to an adult or like changing a diaper, she will come up to me when she feels the spirit move her and she'll say, Grace, I need to tell you something. And I'll be like, what? And she usually says, 
rainbow marshmallows. And that's it. And that's what she needs to tell me. But this last time she said, Grace, I need to tell you something. And I said, what? And she said, knock, knock. And I said, who's there? And she said, why are you happy? And I said, why are you happy who? And she said, no, Grace, that's not how it goes. She said, knock, knock. I said, who's there? She said, why are you happy? That's it. And then she laughed <laughs> and she was like, <laughs> she just kept repeating to herself, why are you happy? Why are you happy? And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Aww. That's my That's... First... It's cute, but it's weird. Like what? Like, right. why, why am I happy? You know? Yeah. It's existential. Yeah. So one of the things that happened, this happened yesterday. You know how in Chicago, when you're like, you have a hat and a coat and you take the, the both of them off. And so you stick your hat in your coat sleeve. Mm-hmm. So I had a two-year-old um, who like, they're all bundled up because it's what 40 degrees outside. So they're all wearing hats and coats and scarves, which is very cute. But he had a hat and I put it in his sleeve and his mom came back. He, she came back and she was like, where's his hat? And I was like, oh, it's in his sleeve because they don't know any of the traditions. Like they don't know how to hold on to their shit. Like, what am I going to do? Give this two-year-old his hat to hold on to? No. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. So when I was working at the Y, more power to it. So grateful for that experience. But like when I was working at the Y, we were out in nature and most of what we did was outside because it was an outdoor camp situation. And the, there are fucking snakes, Dylan, everywhere. And your girl cannot, I can't do the snakes, Dylan, because they scare the shit out of me. I can't do it. And I've literally had nightmares where I'm working with kids and there's a snake because I don't know what I would do in that situation because I care deeply about kids and it's my literal job to keep them safe, but I can't do snakes. So the first time that I saw a snake, I was walking with a bunch of five-year-olds and we saw like this shiny thing in the road ahead of us. And my, my co-counselor and I were like, is that a coat? Did someone drop a metallic coat? And then this motherfucker started slithering <sighs> and I was nope nope so I and I'm a pretty chill teacher and I'm cool with all other wildlife so um any other time we'd seen like a cool bug or like a bird or uh or like a lizard I had been like kids let's go look at it and take a picture so they were all expecting me to do that but instead I was like get behind me don't move and um they were they the kids desperately wanted to take a picture and then they knew like I try not to expose my weaknesses and be like a pillar of strength but they all knew then that I was afraid of snakes so the next time, so one, one of them, the ones who were there most started making fun of me. They were like, Miss Grace, a snake. And I was like, no. And so I, I became immune to it. But then there was one time, like, I didn't believe them that there were snakes. It was like the boy who cried wolf, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but there was one time when, <coughs> oh no, the coronavirus. There was one time. When I was walking on a sidewalk where human beings can walk, where we have just decided that that's where we will walk. And there's lots of space for the other wildlife to walk. And one of the kids said, oh, look, a snake. And I was like, whatever. And I looked down, Dylan. I swear to God. Sorry, God. I swear to God that was like within half a foot of my foot was this giant water moccasin. And they're like very scary Texas snakes. And so I, <laughs> I, I mean... It was a closed campus, so there weren't cars going through, but I was like, one side of me was a snake, the other side of me was a parking a parking lot, 
And I literally pushed the kids into the parking lot and was like, absolutely not. I was like, no, there's a huge snake. I know it's poisonous. No. So that was, um, it was, it was my snake experiences. I don't want, I don't want to do snakes again. Do you want to hear about my granddad who got the coronavirus and survived? Yeah. So I love my granddad and he has paid for my education and given me, like he has been very generous with me. And he's also a 91-year-old Texan white man who <laughs> has all the um, the pros and cons that go along with being a 91-year-old Texas white man. And he got the coronavirus. He's also diabetic and overweight and blind. He got the coronavirus and didn't have any symptoms and, like, is fine now, apparently, which I think is a testament, Dylan, to the Texas the Texas motto of life of just be, just be wild and everything's bigger. And I don't know. Right. Well, uh, so he was, a wasn't he a, um, an oil baron or something? Yeah. So he was the lawyer to hunt oil, I believe. So he was like the conciliary of hunt oil. Wow. He's a very interesting person. Like, I'm very fascinated by him because he is, he was raised during the Depression. And so he's very, like, he holds his cards close to his chest, I feel like, with the amount of money he has, which is respectable, I think. Yeah. Um, And it's hard because I don't, I mean, as a a person who has benefited directly from all that he's done, and I'll, you know, I... I don't want to like shit talk him and worry that he'll hear and then be like, you're ungrateful. But at the same time, I don't know. It's it's a testament to how much a white man can do in America, especially when he was growing up. Like he, like he came from nothing and now, but you would never know. Like, I don't think if you walked into his room at the old folks home, you wouldn't be like, Oh, this man paid for his grandchildren's education. Like, you know what I mean? So you came, you grew up in Texas, but then you went um, to Chicago for school, and that's where we met. And when you were going to go there, you you told your grandfather, and what did he say about, like, the North? He said that the North was full of rats and that I needed to be careful. <laughs> and, and I'm quoting him when I say this, so no one can rub it in my face. But he one time said that he wished everyone north of the Mason-Dixon line had died instead of the Jews in the Holocaust. He said that, and that was one of the most buckwild things I had ever heard, especially because my human mother was born north of the Mason-Dixon line. Like, (laughs) hello, I would not exist if that happened, you know? It's it's very, the the conception that people in the South have of people in the North and the people in the North have of people in the South it's it's I mean like I have it in my in my family like I have northern family and southern family and the difference really is that the northern family will talk shit about the southern family but the southern family is like oh how's your uh, how's your grandma <laughs> <laughs> Dylan do you want to do my Starbucks for life with me right now okay how do I do it you just have to listen while I tell you the screen that I see because it's beautiful So in front of me right now, I see a snow globe with a Starbucks coffee cup inside of it next to a Christmas tree. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm going to click on that and it's going to shake Dylan. And now it's shaking Dylan. It's shaking. And what's it going to be, Dylan? 
What's it going to be? Oh. Oh. It's a... Wait, hang on. It's taking a long time. Oh, I've won an icon, which means I could possibly win a, a Bose headphones. And now I have to go back to Starbucks to get more. I need some headphones. My cat. So, yeah. Okay, so you so you take the icon to Starbucks. If I get all three of the Bose headphone icons, which I am on the way to because I have one, I like. I guess I click a link and they send me a free pair. Okay, that's cool. So there's more prizes than just free oh, Starbucks. Yeah. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. You ready for this? Hmm. You could get Starbucks for life, Starbucks for a year, Starbucks for six months, three months, or one month. The headphones, something that just says Alaska Airlines. So I guess you could win all of Alaska Airlines because if we're going based on, like, yeah, I mean, it says Bose Quiet Comfort Earbuds and the next one is Alaska Airlines. So I guess I could win Alaska Airlines. That would be a big investment. So that, would be, that would be very lucrative. Yeah, because the next one is Starbucks for Life limited edition puzzle from Ravensburger. So all the grammar is suggesting that I would win Alaska Airlines. Okay. I didn't even realize that. Listen, we got to win. Now you and I have to work together. I wonder if we can pull it. We got to win Alaska Airlines. And that's my intimate story. Stories. That's those are my intimate stories. <laughs> um, wow. Well, thank you so much for joining, Grace. Thanks, Dylan. 